Hey, y'all, welcome to bonus episode 24. Since Taylor Swift's new album, Reputation, came out, my roommate Laura and I knew we had to podcast to let you know how we feel about Taylor's new music. And boy, do we have feelings. Lots and lots of feelings. Hey, everyone, I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Laura. Yes. How long has Taylor Swift's reputation been out right now? 48 hours. No, 36 hours, probably. 36 hours. We came back from Dallas and listened to the album in its entirety. That was when it was only like 12 hours old. It was 12 hours old, so it was very fresh. It was brand new. We listened. We did not fast forward anything. No. We started from the beginning and went all the way to the end. Track one all the way. What are your initial thoughts? If you had to give me some adjectives to help the people understand what Reputation is all about, Taylor Swift's sixth album, what would you say? disappointment oh I know I had such high hopes and I was disappointed because I think it's dark yep and harsh yep there's a tone of sadness Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's just not like the old Taylor it's not like 1989 yeah or country Taylor exactly you're exactly right at all I think what I kept thinking was bitterness Mm. And because she's not, if you, if everybody listening has probably more than likely, if they're a Taylor Swift fan, heard, look what you made me do. Which Which, that is not one of the best songs on the CD. No, which was confusing to me by why we, she she would have put that out first. But if you're thinking about, look what you made me do, look what you made me do. And it's all about that, which is entirely opposite from her saying, shake it off in 1989. She needs to pick a lane. Totally agree. Pick Pick a line. (laughs) And I like her happy Taylor. So when I think of Taylor, I think of happy Taylor. And even if she is bitter or upset at Taylor Lautner or Jake Gyllenhaal or Joe Jonas or whoever broke her heart, there's still some playfulness about it. This, on the other hand, is for what I think in several instances, she's flipping the digital bird to Calvin Harris. I totally agree. Because... 50% 50% of the music is in the club. Exactly. Which makes me think, I mean, I was one, I was a huge, ta- I am a yeah. huge Taylor Swift fan. We're not fan. giving up. I'm we're not, not giving, giving up, up on her. I- not, absolutely not. No, no. I'm not a quitter. And we're not disappointed in her. No. We're disappointed in the album. Yes. Well, one time we're disappointed in her, but we'll get to that in a minute. We're disappointed in the album. Because we loved 1989 so, so much. Mm-hmm. You've seen her how many times? Three times in concert. In concert. First, second, third, when, when, when? First was at the rodeo. Yes. So many years ago. Me too. Back when she was country Taylor. Right. Second was at the 1989 tour, which was amazing. It was here in Houston, <laughs> Globe Bracelets. It was awesome. Everything you could ever imagine and more. And more. Mm-hmm. It was good. And then third time. Was with you. Yes. And we went to the racetrack in Austin for the Formula One race. Yes. And that was her only concert in 2016. Yes, it was. And we were there. 
And our friend... Oh, and what kind of seats did we have yeah, for that? Yeah. Our friend Autumn sweet-talked her way somehow with her words and her good looks into the VIP section. What? So Laura, Sarah, Autumn, and I were maybe 10 rows back. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. We could touch her. Practically touch her. And she was precious. So adorable. Precious. So great. So fun. And, Loved it. you know, after we listened to Reputation to cleanse the palate, we went back and listened to 1989. And it's not that she doesn't have songs that she's upset about things in or she's angry about things in. She just presents it in such a, in my opinion, better way. I would agree. Because I don't like the direction she's going in. I'm not a dance techno person. And I think think a lot of it. I think you hit the nail on the head right there with that. Because I, after listening to this album, I think I'm not her target audience with this album. Mm -mm. Because I love 1989 because I could literally listen to it on repeat on my car, Mm -hmm. in my car, over and over and over again. Why? Because you sing along. Exactly right. Okay. Because I love the music because I can sing along with it. You relate to half of it. You don't half of it. But you've got the beat. You've got the rhythm. You've got the great lyrics. Love lyrics. She's a wonderful lyricist, I would believe. Totally just agree. don't like her subject matter and some of her songs on Reputation either. So, And I don't like the backbeat that we've mm-hmm. got going on here. Mm-hmm. The little like techno vibe that maybe is Calvin Harris influenced. I don't know. Who do you think this is for? When you say you're not the target audience, who do you think is the target audience? A club. Right. A club with strobe lights and fog machines and a backbeat that's like... And a rotating dance floor oh, yeah. and like bubbles come from the ceiling or something and probably i mean i so i would say probably like 18 year olds maybe they're her target audience yeah. here college kids maybe yeah probably college kids i have no idea what bothers me though is and she can have the freedom to stretch her wings and whatever because people are gonna say that i know they will but what bothers me is it feels like a leap of what she's kind of been consistent in so if she's trying to evolve into this new person great it feels a lot like madonna did back in the day when i just loved immaculate collection thought it was so great and then as madonna kept going and kept going it's almost like she's gone full circle so fingers crossed that madonna gets back to what i like again but i did want to go through some of the tracks and let's just kind of tell people Worth listening, in our opinion, again. If it's worth listening, what we like about it, what we don't. I think that's a great idea. And also, I think we should say this is, we've only listened to this one time through. Yeah. And then we've also done some light stalking online for some additional, (laughs) for some additional tracks and, and checking to see other performances that she's done on ABC. So that's basically it. (laughs) And that DirecTV AT&T thing that we check in on every once in a while. Which that's awesome. I think so. It's really great. Um, so much research that we decided to podcast about. <laughs> exactly, because we're practically experts right here. I think it is interesting to say that critics really did like it. Okay. They did. Do you believe that? I don't know how much of that is the critics really like them and like her and how much of it is they just like who Taylor Swift mm-hmm. is, and so they want to plug Taylor Swift's new album. Mm-hmm. Or appreciate the fact that she didn't go in the same direction as before. She stepped out. But if you notice, a lot of the praise is what a great writer she is. What a great mm, writer yeah. she is. How good she is with lyrics and musicality and all that, which is true. 
It's true. Just and didn't like is, the packaging. It's just a totally different direction. And I think you're right. You can kind of, she can expand and change and vary herself a little bit. It's just, I didn't like this version. I didn't either. We did like some. Some, yes. Not all. Not majority. <laughs> okay. We're going to tell you, don't you That's wait. exactly right. You can count on us, except for our friend Shannon, who's already purchased it in two different ways. Sorry, Shannon. Okay. Number one is dot, 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 ready for it. Odd title. Dot, 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 ready. Uh, yeah, what are the ellipses for? I'm not sure. So dot, 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 ready for it was the second one that came out after Look What You Made Me Do. So it's number one. First track. First track. This is the one where I kind of feel it's our f- our first time to hear the techno and the backbeat and the really hard. Mm, mm, mm. But... In the middle of it, we have this really pretty ballady stuff before she goes back into the hard, which makes you, you liked it. Yes. I was meh until Saturday Night Live. That's exactly right. Last night, she performed and she did a... Acoustic? I, I would guess an acoustic-y kind of version. It was very stripped down and I liked it a lot better. I totally agree. Yeah. I I like this song because I overlook the weird rap part mm-hmm. and I overlook the techno version because there's this nice ballad of a chorus mm-hmm. that I really like. Mm-hmm. And as a result of it, I'm willing to overlook the rest of it. Yeah. And because I can sing along with that chorus. So when I hear that song on either on Saturday Night Live or on mm-hmm. my phone, mm-hmm. I can hear, I, I like the chorus, just don't like the rap. In the between. rap part. It's too harsh. I, I agree. Which I that's agree. really the theme of this entire yes. CD is yes. there's really good parts of it, but mm-hmm. then it goes back to this dark, harsh side. Which is what we said over and over again because we would get confused what we were listening to because they all sound <laughs> the so same. True. There's maybe three that don't. Yeah. But there is this techno beat drive in a handful of cases rapping, which... Hey, I love rap. You love Nelly. That is everybody true. Lo- everybody knows it. I have a band-aid on my face right now. <laughs> I don't really have a band-aid on my face. But she I does. Would. Yeah. <laughs> she does. She has before. Oh my god, that was funny. Um, yes, yeah, so the rapping doesn't bother me. That's like in number two. It's called Endgame. And it's with Ed Sheeran, which you're thinking, yes. I had such high expectations for this song. Because I liked the other song that they did together. I think it was her on his album, right? right? And then some guy named Future, who I don't know, but we have quickly learned he's a rapper. So Ed Sheeran is in it very small millisecond. And I just didn't. There's this ooh, ooh, oh, oh section. It did have an R&B type of feel like something Jodeci would have done back in the 90s. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I didn't love it. The other thing I think a lot of these songs, there's a lot of repetition yes. in this album. Yes. Like in the songs. There's a good lyric, but she'll repeat it like 50 times. Over and over and over Look again. Look what you made me do. do, do. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you just made me do. <laughs> no, uh, track three, I did something bad. What did she do? I don't know. I know what she did. She did a bad song. It's we don't like this one. This I is one of our not, not favorite like ones. I don't like it. 
there is, um, Laura has used, first of all, she talks about her lips a lot in this. So just get ready. She's red lips in all, all of the songs. And she did that before too, in a little bit with style mm-hmm. from 1989. Mm-hmm. She mentioned her red lips, which I'm okay with it. It's just, it's way over, 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 not in just the song, no, no, in the album, mm-hmm. but she's talking about the narcissist. She's talking about feeling bad. She did something bad, but it felt so good. Mm, um, but there's a burning witch type thing and it just went dark in a way uh we pressed on it's also techno the the club is gonna love it if they play it but i I just didn't know i just didn't know i did something bad i think it might be tom hiddleston what she did (laughs) i think it could be it totally could be i'm also gonna be intrigued to see how she does this on tour because what kind of dance moves she Mm -hmm. puts with this because historically taylor Mm -mm. is not known for her Mm -mm. um Mm-mm. Swift dance Mm-mm. moves. Mm-mm. Pun intended. Fourth track, Don't Blame Me. This had an acapella gospel part oh, that I yeah. loved, but it also had a bunch of synthesizers, which I did not love. I do love a gospel choir. But the, it was very anthem chorus, and it made the song, mm-hmm. which made us star it as I liked it. Right. I liked it. So it was one, two, three. We get to number four. That was the first time we went, ah. Oh. It wasn't wahoo. It was just like, ah. Yeah, I can do that. I like it better than the rest. Then, bless its heart, we get to number five, which is delicate. I don't, do we, I don't remember anything about delicate, I don't think. Do you know the term auto-tune? Oh. <clears throat> It was so oh, bad. Oh, that's the one where her voice is really yes. synthesized in a weird way. And she says uh, she cusses through it, which was disappointing. She has cussed before, but this one is just like cussing to cuss. Before she's only, I think, ever said like, yeah. And here, mm-hmm. she or takes it up you and know, off. handsome as hell. That doesn't bother right. me. But mm, 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 mm. she's talking about her reputation, which you were like a little too on the nose. <laughs> That's right. When you have to use the phrase reputation in several of your songs, oh, man. it's just too on the nose. And this is the one where I, I was going, I would pause it because I was in charge. Laura's driving. And I was like, what does she mean? What is she <laughs> trying to say? And you'd say, she doesn't want him to go. And she wants him to love her. And it's a delicate situation that they're in I was like I did not get that so I'm trying to get in Taylor's head to help it along Mm-mm. and it, so it many of didn't. those songs of the songs on this album fall within that category like what is she saying here mm-hmm. what does she mean here mm-hmm. is she in love mm-hmm. does she hate love <laughs> who hates love <laughs> Taylor do you remember wildest dreams do you remember that <laughs> Let's go back to Wildest Dreams. Say you'll remember me Standing in a nice dress Staring at the sunset Babe, red lips and rosy cheeks Say you'll see me again Even if it's just in your Wildest Dreams Laura got the lyrics tattooed on her. <laughs> I she would. She loved it so much. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, it was just disappointing. Sweet, sweet, delicate. Because then you're thinking, oh, sweet. No. No. Mm-mm. Harsh. No. Uh, number six, look what you made me do. Mm. That was the first one that came out. It is, I think it is one of my least favorite songs yeah. on the, on the album. I 
It came out the day before Harvey got bad. Oh, so on- it's already a dark time for us. <laughs> Hurricane Harvey hit bad on a Friday, I think, and or maybe a Saturday. It all runs together. And this came out on the VMAs and the, you know, Taylor's, yeah. here lies Taylor's reputation. And she comes out dun, as a dun, zombie. Dun. And I was like, oh, no. Now, I will say... Listening to it, I was kind of want want, but the video helped it along because of how creative it was. But still, I was going, "What does it all mean?" And so I read an article that somebody spelled it out, what it all meant, and I thought, "Great, this is out of her system." No, it's seventy five percent of her whole entire album feels yep. like this. So. Sad. Number seven. So it goes dot, dot, dot. I don't know. I would say um, unmemorable. Right. Right. It was very, you did a number on me, but who's counting? So the same theme over and over uh again, uh basically. uh uh Uh-huh. There was a weird abrupt ending where it just felt like record scratch. And we're like, oh, that's the ending. Okay. Because the next thing you hear is that weird little baby going, gorgeous. (laughs) That is... That is creepy right there. It was a creepy addition to that next song. But, and I must say, I actually like the song Gorgeous. Okay. Which one was that one? Third? That's, Second. That's the third the one third that came one out. out. That's okay. the third one that came out. So she did Look What Made Look What You Made Me Do, Ready For It, and then she dropped Gorgeous. Ready For It. And then Gorgeous. gorgeous. With the weird baby at the beginning. But Overlook it, that. We've got to move past yeah, that. Then it gets better. It does. It gets better. It's very club, though. It's still in the club, but not as. It's still clubby. I I just liked it because I felt like it was telling a story about someone that she sees and loves and wants to be with, and he's too gorgeous. So she goes home to her cats. That's right. And I like it because it has a little bit of comedy. Like, it's a little bit of tongue in cheek right there. Oh, Taylor. And I'm like, oh, Taylor's right there. She's not dead. She's not. She's not. (laughs) We don't believe you, Taylor. We know you're in there. (laughs) Number nine, getaway car. We liked liked it it. because it told a story. Um, It was very upbeat, Mm -hmm. which is. I mean, in a light way. I think you can say they're all upbeat kind of musically sometimes, but the subject matter was kind of A light little more lighthearted. And, yeah. And a little more lighthearted. Yeah. And the story it's was... It's still not fun. like Shake It Off. No. There's no Shake It Off on mm-hmm. here anywhere. Nowhere near. Number 10 is King of My Heart. I bet you don't even remember that I one. I remember nothing nope. about that one. Um, I just have synthesizer, auto-tune, and then I wrote, I quit listening. Was there also a dot, dot, dot after that too? <laughs> no, king of my heart, dot, dot, dot. I don't know who the king of her heart was. Probably the rapper. Mm. Um, or maybe the guy who pushed the auto-tune button. I'm not sure. But I was very disappointed to hear auto-tune for a second time. Will you listen to that again? Like, would you no. pull that up on your phone and listen no. to it again? And the reason why is probably because I thought I'd already heard it. Right. <laughs> Two times before with dot, 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 ready for it or end game or I don't know. It was a, it was a lot. It was, it was, I really wrote down cause I was taking notes. I was diligent and I said, we appreciate nope, your efforts. Nope. Didn't even listen to it. Um, 11 dancing with our hands tied. Guess what it sounds like you're in the club. Still the club. It, I also wrote down that it sounds harsh. Mm. She's very, mm. Angry, mad at somebody. Mad at the world. I guess so. She's got a lot of problems. She does. 
Number 12 is the most disappointing one that we hated. And we use the word hate. Yes. Hated. And we use disappointed that we were disappointed in Taylor. I know she's a 27-year-old woman, but she's got a lot of little girls looking up to her. And a lot of mamas that just trust that Taylor's music isn't going to be sexual. And number 12, dress is all the way through sexual. Totally agree. And the fact of the matter is, like, when I watched the 1989 tour, there were lots of little girls there. Lots of 9-year-old, 10-year-old, 11-year-old girls Mm -hmm. with their moms who loved Taylor. Mm -hmm. And they loved the concert, and it Mm -hmm. was great. And Taylor made, I mean, Taylor's costumes were great. Her dances were great in in a very non-sexual way. It was really cool the way she could be classy and beautiful on the stage. It's a great role model for, for young girls. She blew that all out of the water with number 12. (laughs) (laughs) She did. And here's the thing. Somebody's going to go, but Lindsay, speaking of Laura's favorite wildest dreams, you know, wildest dreams, ah, ah. And, you know. I love this scene. That is. you can Taylor, if you're listening, Lindsay's available as a backup (laughs) singer at any point in time. (laughs) Heck yes, I am. Heck yes. So. And dancer. I feel, yes. I feel like she. She leans into some kind of area a little bit in her songs with Wildest Dreams and and other stuff from 1989 where it, it, you do know she's talking about love and having a boyfriend or whatever. But the dress, the part that we, our mouths just dropped on is when she says, do you want to say the line? No, Go you ahead. can do it. Because <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I only bought this dress so you could take it off. This so is you- the worst part. <laughs> Get ready. So you could take it off, 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 off. And I didn't do and it. And that's a way watered down version right there. <laughs> Trust me, when you hear the actual one, you're going to be like, ooh. It is like Cinemax okay. after dark. I totally agree. It's bad. I totally agree. And that's the tough part is, is like you think all these girls who are middle school girls who downloaded this album because they love Taylor Swift and their mom was like, of course, download it. Mm-hmm. That's great. They're going to be listening to this song and they're going to be like, whoa, she bought that dress just so she could have him take it off. And off, then... Off, <laughs> off, 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 off. Not okay. Not okay. I was like, Taylor. And it is the whole... It's not even that line that it's just a little risky. It is the entire song And it's that not is that risque. we're so naive that we don't think that girls listen to this kind of music all the time. Yeah. We know that it exists out there. Yeah. We just expected more from Taylor. Yeah. And this Why does she have to go there? Right. Because it's too much. I mean, she she talked about romance and love in the previous album. So, I mean, it was there. Mm-hmm. It's just this is like right on mm-hmm. the nose right there. Mm-hmm. In your face, don't really care what you yeah. think. And that's just... Bleh. We did not like this one. We did not like it. We're not so listening to that skip song number again. 12. If you buy the album, just skip it. And you know, that whole little bit we just did, everybody's going to go to 12 first so they can hear it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's what it was. I'm not even going to finish. Number 13, this is why we can't have nice things. Not my favorite. You, it, it, this is the problem with some of these tracks too. The beginning you think, oh, and then 20 seconds and you're like, no. There is. There's this sweet, soft part at the beginning of the tracks where you can kind of hear her voice and it's very lyrical and it draws you in and we would look at each other and go, this is going to be a good one. No. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Crushes our hopes and she's, dreams. She's still angry with whatever happened on 4th still. of July. This all right here, something happened bad. Uh, number 14, call it what you want. 
Oh, I like this one. This is the one that you were you were saying yes, and I said meh again. And I said yes. This was one you that she yes. dropped ahead of time. Yes. And you've liked it. And I've liked it. I'm wondering why she's carrying a knife to a gunfight, first of all. We can overlook that. And then she has the necklace with his initials on it. And because I just wonder Because he who that knows is. her. <laughs> Not because he owns her. <laughs> it's but because, because he, he knows, knows her. her. Which, See, but that's a good lyric right there because yes. after only listening to it three yes. or four times, we know it. Yes. That's why I like Taylor. And you wonder, ooh, who's the guy? Yeah. Uh, but once again, Saturday Night Live, she stripped it down to a guitar and a freaking cello. And who doesn't love a cello? Who doesn't love strings? And she had some backup singers and she it's a girl on her stool with a guitar and she sings it and I thought, well, there it is. Exactly. Because it's old Taylor, she's not dead. She's that's, right there. Yes. In Studio 8H. Preach it. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the Taylor we love right there. Oh, so annoying. But then we get to number 15 and it oh. is just a new day has come and the day is New Year's Day because it's the one true soft ballad love story and I think it's Taylor directly telling people like me and Laura, hey, I'm still here. Exactly. I still got this. Totally agree. Phenomenal. And it was on during Scandal and we didn't see it. We didn't. But you can look at it online because Laura researched that so you can go watch her yeah, sing just it. google it it's her on a piano at a secret listening party it's or something in her house so Whoa, she invited yeah, right. people to go to her house in Rhode Island and she's sitting at a piano and there's a bunch of girls that are all around mm. in the room and it's really great it's and a she's sweet just song. singing it it's a sweet song I didn't get it at first either because I was trying to look too into it but Laura explained that he's just we're holding on to the memories it's not I'm going to be here when you wake up. It's not just... New, what was yeah, it? Yeah, it's... That was, that was a so struggle pretty. right there. Don't worry. I'll, I'll help you all out again. It's that it's the true love story. It's saying, like, I'm not just going to be there at night. I'm going to be there for the long haul. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to be together. I'm in it Because you're you. cleaning up the next day. Exactly. After New Year's Eve. It's The whole thing is set after New Year's Eve. So they're saying, like, I'm going to cl- be there to clean up bottles with you yeah. the next day. Yeah. Because... I don't know exactly how this is going to end, but I know that we're going to be together. Right. And I love that love story. It kind of brings a little tear to my eye. Not really. But I do love it. That's going to be so good. So we've talked about 1989 a lot. So from that album, if you had to tell people, I know you would say go download the whole entire album. The entire (laughs) album. But if you had to tell them to download three. Three songs. Three songs from 1989. What should it be? I mean, asking someone to choose their favorite song from 1989 is asking, it's like asking a mother to choose Mm -hmm. their favorite child. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's all the songs are so good. Mm -hmm. I would say Wildest Dreams is my favorite. Yes. Um, Just because I love it. Yeah. Style is my second favorite. I don't, I don't know. You don't, you would not put Shake It Off up there. No, Shake It Off is not up there. But it's a very good anthem. It's a great anthem, but yeah, Shake It Off but is it's not, not up, there. up there. Bad Blood Which is, says a lot, because Shake It Off was, woo, and Laura's saying there's stuff better than and that. And I think there's stuff better than that. You um, like Blank Space. I like Blank Space a lot. I also like This Love a lot, mm-hmm. which is a true ballad that she very and rarely plays. never plays it. Mm-hmm. Bad Blood, we're kind of like, nah. Bad Blood's not my favorite. Um... I would probably say style, wildest dreams, this love, and maybe yeah. this love. Yeah, yeah. I that's think that's what, what I vote do. for. That's what you would do. You, 
I would probably do Shake It Off because I like a dance song. And it's I would fun, do Blank Space. And I would do Wildest Dream. Yay. I think those are good. Those are good songs. So if you had to tell people three from Reputation, what would it be? Um, it would be New Year's Day, of course. Yeah. Has to Hands be New down. Year's Day. Hands down. Call it what you want. Right. Is my second one. And just go YouTube the SNL version, the strip yes. down. And I think you'll like the one on the album too. Yeah. But yeah. call it what you want. And then probably. And don't blame me. I'm going to say ready for it. Ready for it. You're going to go am. out there. You I'm going to go out there. Dot, 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 ready for it. Dot, 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 ready for it. And the reason is because I saw the Saturday Night Live performance and because there is this really cool sweet. lyrical part. The sweet so part in pick. the middle. Because it's so, are you ready for it? And she does, and it's just her singing real pretty. Yeah, now when you did that really hard part, it makes me regret my choice. So maybe I should have picked one of the other ones, like Creepy Child Gorgeous. <laughs> no. No, I don't think I can pick that one. No. No, I'm going to stick with it. I'm yeah, going to stick with it. Yeah, you stick with it. Stick with your guns. Mm-hmm. That's where your heart went. And you? That's important. I would do um, New Year's Day, of course. Of course. I would do Call It What You Want. Yeah, you would. And maybe the Getaway Car one. Oh, yeah, the Getaway Car one was good. Or maybe Don't Blame Me. Those five of the... Are the best. Yeah. 15. Yeah. Now, when she comes out on tour, Lindsay, are you going to go on the tour? Yes. Absolutely. And why? We're going to go, because I assume we go together. We're going to go because I think it's important to see how she does this. Yeah. It's, it's going to have to be like she's in the club. I think Taylor can do some cool stuff because 1989, she had lots of cool stuff going on. But like you say, it all sounds the same. So how is she going to make it sound different? Which is why, she, like you said, she may have been stripping it down for SNL to let people know, hey, I yeah. got this covered. And I also want to hear her sing live 1989 stuff again. Exactly. Because you know she's going to fall back she into some of those. To. She has to. And she, I mean, I like some country Taylor too. So hopefully she'll dabble in that. How do you think this album is going to compare to 1989? Like sales wise? Because I heard that like it sold something crazy, yeah. like 800,000 albums in the first I think, yeah. Day. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be right at 1999 or surpass. Really? Only because so many people trusted her enough to pre-order the entire album. Oh, yeah, I ordered this sucker like two months you ago. You did. You did. And like I said, our friend Shannon ordered a hard copy from Taylor's website because <laughs> she freaking wanted to support her that much and then got the pre-order from iTunes. But She was also thinking about ordering a copy from Target because she thinks that that might come with something else. Hopefully <laughs> we're going to talk her. We're gonna try to does. talk her out of that. But here's the thing. It, I think people trusted that, and, and it's going to at least make what 1989 did because it's also getting a lot of critical acclaim, so it's a different mindset. But what I think the next album, Seven, is not going to be as much because people are going to be gun-shy and they're not going to pre-order it. Oh, so you think the effects of mm-hmm. reputation, reputation will be seen later. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's probably and true. And I just hope that she has with this dude that she's dating from the UK or whatever his, his name. name. I don't know. Uh, I don't. Um, British. Let's call him Harry. <laughs> I think since she's been dating Harry from the UK, she might have some, you know, lovelier, happier, not really caring about what other people are thinking. And I understand I'm not Taylor Swift. 
Yeah. I do. And I know it's hard to be her. But at the same time, you're 27. You're gorgeous. You're a multi-billionaire. Get over yourself. I, I totally agree. No, I totally agree. Ugh. I will say the one reason that we like Taylor, or one of the reasons we like Taylor, is because she does sing what's going on in her life. Mm-hmm. And we like that aspect of mm-hmm. her. It's just we wish this one wasn't so down. Yes. I wish there were just a handful, two, three songs that were happy, like New Year's Day. Exactly. Everything else is so defensive and so dark and so in your face and so I am who I am and you need to hear me roar. <laughs> so I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be well received. I think her tour is going to blow people out of the water. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they did like light up bracelets at the last tour, what do you think we're going to get this time? <laughs> I don't know. It is good. Your own little um, glow stick. Oh. <laughs> or the thing that goes in your mouth like at a rave. That scares me a little. <laughs> I don't want to put that in my mouth. Your own little bag of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> to give everybody a knife. A knife. A knife for the gunfight. To the gunfight. That'll be great. That'll That's be right. great. My castle crumbled overnight. I brought a knife to a gunfight They took the crown but it's alright Thank y'all so much for listening. If you like what you've heard, please give us a review on iTunes. Also, I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. And don't forget to check out the Audible deal at audibletrial.com slash I hate green beans. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. You want to my babies fly like a jet stream high above the whole scene, loves me like I'm brand-